1: Vikings with B-Mac and Baker. I am your host, Dustin Baker. Here with Brian McKinney, Sal Spice, and Ron Saw. Uh, My voice is a little funky tonight. I do not know why, so bear with me. Uh, But tonight we're going to talk. We talked on Monday about Vikings Packers, so now we've transitioned to Eagles-Vikings, which happens on Monday night. The Vikings, historically, as of late the last 13, 14 years, are not very good on the road on Monday night, so we're going to see if there's a change of pace, but we'll talk about that upcoming matchup with uh, Bryant McKinney, Sal Spice, and Ron Saw. Foremost, bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, events with first to market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet online continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information from live in game betting, props, and futures. Head to Bet Online today, or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use this promo code BLEAV leave fifty to receive your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. So we are embroiled in Eagles Week, and Bryant, when we did the show on Monday, I said that I thought you grew up as an Eagles fan. That seemed to strike a nerve. Uh, was I incorrect?
0: No, you weren't. I thought you were saying I was an Eagles fan. <laughs> like what? Um I did. Um you had Jerome Brown and Randall Cunningham and Reggie White and all those type of guys there.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So I was okay.
1: How long were you in uh, South Jersey? How much of your life? My whole
0: childhood. Yeah, <laughs> entire, entire, I was okay. to leave the entire for college and then then it kind of changed, you know, when
1: I, left, when I left
0: Jersey, basically it changed.
1: Okay. So no affiliation, no loyalties to the Eagles now.
0: Not now, but like that was yeah, growing up in high school and everything, middle school, elementary, that was the team.
1: Okay. Now I've heard Ron's story about Philadelphia. Sally, have you ever gone to an Eagles game?
3: No. And honestly, I never will because of stories <laughs> like Ron's, Ron's you know, I've heard so many, so many similar stories. And I have absolutely no desire to ever go to that city for any reason because of that.
0: How are so, you? Uh, my story. <laughs> <laughs> all right Ron he just
3: treated that yeah Ron you should definitely tell your, your hear story so, your PTSD
2: so yeah it was okay well, let's kind of start from the top so this is coming off of the digs miracle moment um here at U.S. Bank um so it just on a whim we were like well let's uh let's go to Philly and uh so we did and you know like flights and tickets and everything was reasonable. So, uh, we go there and we knew going in, like it's, we knew it was a hostile environment, but, um, I've been to New York, I've been to Chicago, St. Louis, like I've been to, you know, pretty rough places. Um, and you always experience that, but, uh, um, you know, everyone was saying, "Well, don't wear your Vikings gear." And I'm like, "Why would I? Why the hell would I go if I'm not going to wear my Vikings gear?" Like that's the whole point of going. So, uh, but we went, and um, you know, we took us 30 seconds after getting out of the cab into the um, the tailgating lots uh, to get a beer thrown at us and uh and these are
3: full beers right like full cans. beers yep oh, yes. wow. um
2: and then even throughout throughout the tailgating that fans are pissing in beer cans and bottles and throwing them at, at vikings fans uh, but fortunately we were or my wife found on facebook um like a tailgating group so we had like the m M&M and n lots, like or there was a big corner of just you know hundreds of vikings fans but then even that Eagles fans would come and then, you know, then it's like throwing a grenade into a, a hostile area. It's like that they would just be throwing beer, coming in, you know, wanting to fight and like all that. And we were right by the cops and everything, and they didn't give a damn. The only person that even got like a look at was the one who punched the horse. Like it was back to back weeks where they had someone punch a horse. That was the only person that we know of that got arrested, um you know, <laughs> in the time that we were there. As we're walking to the stadium, we had to do it in convoys. So it was just like, we didn't it was just we met all these people there it's like all right we got a group we're going and as you're growing there or as you're going they're throwing stuff at you the cops are flicking you off as they're waving you across crosswalk crosswalks and one of the things again it was just the everything was already at a low and as we're walking there's part of a tailgating lot where it's up next to uh like a semi-truck like or it's a warehouse where semi trucks back up into, and they were um, using that as like a urinal, just pissing on it, and it ran downhill into the tailgating lots, like literally like twelve feet away, so just downhill right where they're grilling everything, people sitting there, like just the most disgusting thing you'll ever see. Um, and again, we're walking, just trying not to get into fights. Um, and again, not, not running my mouth, not doing anything, but it was just. Like, and they were going up to the girls and, like, getting down on all fours and sniffing their asses and, like, doing, like, literally, like, they were embracing that, like, you know, being the underdog. And it was just disgusting. You know, it, like, going to the bathroom was, like, all right, like, we got to go in, like, groups, like, you know, because yeah, that's where they say you're going to get jumped. So um, nice. it was just, yeah, it was worse than yeah no right so when i say like if the whole city fell into a sinkhole i would not give a damn like because they like it like there was so much representation of like just piece of shit behavior that it's like all right yeah you guys can go straight to hell and i won't care it's
0: like a a tough city though that's like a real tough like blue collar city you know rocky
2: you know yeah there too so i feel like a lot of people have that that type of like. Uh, well, they said that's what set them off was because the day before, you know, in this tailgating group, they met up at the Rocky Statue, put a Digs or a Vikings jersey on them, so they got mad. They said okay. it was vandalism <laughs> and all that. But um, there's a lady, like I don't, you guys have probably seen her at Vikings tailgates, who like is all decked out, like looks like a fur coat, like horns, the works, like basically like fifty pounds worth of stuff. And after the game, like they picked up with their bare hands horse crap spread it across the road so she had to walk through it and ruin all of her stuff like again Mm. it's just and and that's after a 38 to 7 ass kicking i can only imagine (laughs) if we won what what it would have been oh my god um like there i mean there were nice people in the stadium around us that were you know like that you could tell that they have they're just like we understand we're sorry we can only apologize but we can't do anything about it like Mm. um so there were nice people but the they have, jail they have a jail yeah. in They have a <laughs> I don't well, think they
3: used it. <laughs> and wasn't there a bad snowstorm like that night too? So a lot we of got people got in. stuck. Their yes. flights canceled.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep. So we had to stay an extra day in that godforsaken city. Um, and uh, after I, a I terrible had,
3: loss, yes, NFC yes. Championship game yep, loss, had to burn
2: a day of vacation.
1: So yeah, it was. I'm it was bad. I'm so torn because uh, Bryant alluded to Rocky and I grew up in the 80s. That was my thing. Like, you know, kids have Batman or kids have Avengers. Rocky was my thing. Number one with the bullet, my thing. And then um, as a political scientist, Philadelphia is a massive city for yeah, the history. history. So I yeah. want to go there, but every time and I start to think, all right, I got to put that on the list. Then I seriously pivot <laughs> back to Ron's story and think, why the hell would I want to do that? Yeah. And it's just wild so, that the, the contract. Cause so I have two different Philadelphia's in my mind. I have the, the rosy Rocky one that I, I love. And then I have like the, the, just the dark underbelly that you've told me about.
2: <laughs> <laughs> to me. so like the way I get like, my head, I describe it. It's like, I don't know if you guys follow baseball, Brian, this may overlap with some of your playing time here. It's AJ Przinsky. If you're from Philly, if you're a Philly <laughs> fan, like you love it, you you—it's the great atmosphere, everything. The second that it's on the other side, you're like, "What a douche! I hate that guy!" Like you know, the whole fan base sucks, everything. Can so you you can um, update
1: that to Patrick Beverly now, can't you? <laughs> in a way, in a way, but um, but I even though we
2: traded him, I still love the guy. Oh yeah, that, that's yeah. true. All
1: mm, right, bro. all right, Brian. So how are you feeling about this football game? The Eagles won 38-35 in Detroit. And we took care of business against Packers. So, right.
0: But I'm trying to figure out: <laughs> is the Eagles good or Detroit got better? Like, that's what I'm trying to figure out. I don't really. It's hard for me to tell. And the only reason why you know Detroit was just on hard knocks, like you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So like you know, they highlight certain things that make it seem like they're going to come off to be a better team. They played a close game. Are they in fact better, or did the Eagles play down? Um, the Eagles will be home, so we'll be loud. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but I think – I don't know. I feel like the guys are, are motivated. You know what I'm saying? They they just beat, you know, division rival. A lot of those guys know the history, you know, with the Eagles. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they'll go in there with a little chip on their shoulders. They have a new coach who's giving them new life and new energy. Then I think they'll go in there with a totally different – like, like having a coach kind of help with your mindset too. And I feel like he's giving them a better mindset because it clearly it's like there's a no quit. There's no, there's, they're not finding a way to lose games. Like, you know what I'm saying? They, they were able to keep the door closed. They, they weren't letting anybody back into the game, things like that. Like we witnessed all last season. <laughs> um, so I think the mindset might be different. And I think they might actually go in here and actually perform well on the road. Excellent.
1: Uh, Sally, on Monday, we talked about how Ron and I, we could hear footsteps in the second half of the Packers, and you said didn't really hear them. Um, So (laughs) does that confidence transfer into your Wednesday night feeling about the Monday night football game?
3: Well, I definitely have more confidence than I did. I don't really know what to think either way, because it is the first road game. It is a Monday night game, which... Much like we just talked about PTSD for playing in Philadelphia, Monday nights haven't always been the best for us. However, um, mostly what concerns me about the Eagles is their offense. I mean, 400 and what fifty-five total yards against Detroit last week. Obviously, we know uh, Jalen Hurts is a run threat, which will be a new challenge for them compared to last week. What did he have? Like almost... He had 90 yards rushing. Mm-hmm. And then I don't think we think of him as a big passing threat, but, um, AJ Brown had 155 <laughs> yards, right? So they've got their hands full with their offense kind of either way. So I think it's going to be a big test for them and we'll know a lot more about them after this game. Um, so I don't really know what to think. I feel a lot more confident than I did initially, but it's kind of crazy, the um, the national media's um, impression of the Eagles thus far—they seem to be ranked really high on all of the power rankings. I don't put a ton of stock in that, obviously, but it—it uh, it is really interesting.
1: They got a lot of big name players. So if you're if you're skimming depth charts on offense and defense, Eagles suddenly it feels like. Have a lot of big names. Kind of like kind of like the Vikings do to a degree. Yeah. Um but their defense
3: wasn't good last year. Yeah, week yeah. That's I mean, the
1: good point. That's you're a good in a
3: point. Sh- yeah, you're in a shootout with Jared Goff. It's um, <laughs> <I don't> not <know. laughs>
1: yeah, so, yeah, something's gotta give. Uh Ron, four different Eagles scored rushing touchdowns. Hertz had all those fancy accruals of yardage on the ground, and they are no touchdowns, but they somehow scored 38 points. Uh, are you anxiety at all? or are you you got a little mojo here?
2: Well, you know, I, I think there's a little bit of it in both, um, because I think the Eagles are a really good team. Um, they, like you said, they have a lot of names, um, especially that defense, you know, between, you know, Darius Slay, um, you know, they have a lot of their defense is young though, like with, uh, N'Kobe Dean who slipped to them, uh, Jordan Davis, um, like those two rookies, but they still have Fletcher Cox. Um, and then they still have some other, uh, pretty good players on that team getting, uh, the, the, kid from the saints um gardner johnson yep um that obviously helps as well um now the thing that that i look at and sal you alluded to it like they still they were going to shoot with the lions but deandre swift went out and let's see i have the box score up he had 144 yards on 15 carries deandre swift is a great player he's no dalvin cook um if dalvin gets those opportunities and if they couldn't slow down deandre swift dalvin's gonna feast um and then also jared goff you know he he's not in the caliber of Kirk cousins. Um, I mean, he's had a good run there in LA to start or St. Louis then LA. Uh, but he obviously he's a middling quarterback at best. Um, the thing for me with Jalen hurts, he's a, he's a great, his dual threat. Like that's legit. You got to watch out for those legs. Um, but if you can keep him in the pocket as a passer, um, he, does not scare me. I mean he locks into AJ Brown and while that's a hell of a player to lock into, um if you can keep him in the pocket and keep it like on script, um I think you can you can be fine with him. And with our edge rushers, I don't see him getting loose. And also playing a three-four, um I think you'll see either Kendricks or Hicks spying him a lot and those guys have the athleticism to stay with them so that part again it's the Lions defense that they're young they're improving Aiden Hutchinson in his first game um, those young corners that they have um, those are guys that you can take advantage of I like to think that our veterans um, obviously Harrison Smith in the back end and our linebacking core primarily that will limit Jalen Hurts a little bit and um, I think um, I'm not going to predict a victory because again, it's the, on the road, Monday night football, that is difficult, uh, but I don't see them. They're not scoring 38 points and I think it'll be a close game. And I think if we can, if we can keep the pace on offense, I think the Vikings have a really good shot at winning the game.
1: There's uh two things that concern me. It's a, the Minnesota Vikings, and then B at Donatel historically have problems against mobile quarterbacks. And not a good mix when those two, I guess, factions get together, but maybe this is a new age. And then just my, I guess, ingrained cynicism, the Vikings on the road on Monday night football never win unless they're playing the Bears these last couple years. years. Um, they haven't beat a non-Bears team on the road since 2008 when McKinney was on the team. And that was the Saints. Gus Ferrat was quarterback. That's the last time they won a road Monday night game, wow. not, not against the Bears. So wow. that sets this up. For Monday, if they do in any capacity win, whether they bash their face in or they win by a field goal, I'm going to be like, holy goodness, this this is really awesome. Like, I already feel that way now because of what I saw last week, Um, and I won't erase any enthusiasm if they indeed lose. But it's really a believe it when you see it, because throughout most of our lifetimes on the road, Monday nights, Vikings, for some reason, don't have the special saw, you know, a lot of it's going to Seattle and uh, yeah. can't shake that and Russell Wilson, but um so ultimately here when we get to picks in about five six minutes, I'm gonna be picking the Eagles and I, I feel kind of bad. I
0: think it'll be a good game though either way because the Eagles are going to try you know try to play better because they're at home um, and it's to give us a chance to see how um the offense plays you know a crowd noise. So yeah,
1: yeah, and the Eagles are favored by two and a half. So as much as folks are getting higher on the Vikings from beating the. Packers are still uh, the home field I guess clout that the Eagles get getting three points. Uh, the next question I have Brian is a weird one. Um, I saw it on the Vikings' social media about an hour and a half ago as part of like a team building exercise or a Nickelodeon type thing uh, Kevin O'Connell. Yeah, he was slimed. So I want to yeah. know which coach from your past would allow you most likely to allow you to slime him.
0: Well, you think Coach would No brainer I'm pretty sure children would not allow that. <laughs> he would yeah. probably allow us to slime anybody else, any other the coaching staff except him. What um, would the
3: punishment be, I wonder?
0: Game check. He, wouldn't he would leave he a he he downplay. It. I don't think he would allow us to do that.
3: No, I mean, if you snuck up on him, he didn't know. He would you'd be, be you He'd be in big
0: trouble. <laughs> I just know he'd be pissed. And probably try to play it off out there like he
1: wasn't, but he would be pissed. <laughs> mm-hmm. What about Harbaugh?
0: Coach Harbaugh would do it. He would. Coach Harbaugh would do it. Yeah. He would do it just because it's all fun. He you know, he gets it. And he would do it. But I don't see children doing, doing it.
1: No. no. All right. Sally, did you see the video?
3: I did, but I did I uh just briefly I didn't know the context of it though. Like what, it have it was it something to do? was just with- randomly. Or what
1: it's uh Nickel- Nickelodeon is giving out I think weekly awards for the top performers, and I believe Jefferson oh. was either nominated or won. And Jefferson part-
2: won it. That's what I saw. I didn't see the actual slime. Yeah. So I think place. part of
1: the arrangement is that they get to slime somebody, or I don't know if it was just a Vikings thing. Interesting. But, but okay. O'Connell's pretty much said you can slime me whatever as long as we're winning. Oh well, yeah. So I don't know I, if this I, becomes I a like thing. But, I like but, it. But yeah, it just uh just a change of pace. Like, For sure. I mean, whether it was the, yeah. the speech the cousins gave after the game, or dudes getting slimed, it's like the, the ownership really put their money where their mouth is when they made the switch over here.
2: And you can, yeah, like even like just whether it's the videos that are out there, or like just the general feeling of how the team is operating. That, like, you know, th- there's a definitely a different aura there, and I think that speaks highly of O'Connell, who he is, because he. I mean, he doesn't seem like he gets wavered by much, um, good or bad, like whether it was on the sidelines. I mean, granted, there wasn't much of a, um, you know, big comeback, but he seems very even keel, but he has the respect of players, which um, I think bodes well um, for his future here. I think it's a younger and more youthful energy that's there and the
0: players look excited and happy to be there, and but they also know that, there's a time to work, and then there's a time where you can, you know, play. You know, right? We understand that.
1: I think Ron, that we learned what we needed to on Sunday about him because he's, like I said, younger than you, and well, definitely younger than me. I don't know about you. He's um, a little older than me, but <laughs> just by a little bit, yeah. Um, and you know, playing the primary foe, and you know, this was all this all could have been a glitzy honeymoon summer, and they could have reasonably got their asses kicked, but it was the inverse. So I think for his team to be ready and him personally be ready, well, you know, they're not going to win every game. Uh, I think we're in good hands based on the evidence that we saw Sunday.
2: Well, and uh, to add to that, one of the things, so I I saw Colin Coward had said, um, quarterbacks who and i know i'm not going to the quarterback win loss because you know how i hate that as a Mm -hmm. as an analysis the win loss for a quarterback but the quarterbacks who play who didn't play in the preseason their teams were three and eight this Mm -hmm. in week one and the, the so it was lamar kirk and um i can't remember the other one but um anyways you look at the like or out of the teams that had guys who didn't play that performed poorly, like, you know, obviously Stafford and the Rams, Rogers and the, and the Packers. So for me for to see a first year head coach who didn't play any of his starters, you know, we didn't <laughs> have the quarterback that was on the roster take a snap all preseason and to have his team to be able to come out um, right away. I know the first drive is scripted and we scored and it took, it was, there was a little halt there for a while, but to be able to, our offense didn't look stale um, or it didn't look like it needed to, to do anything. So um, that to me <clears throat> um, indicates that their practices are efficient and they're doing what they need to there. And for a first year head coach who is 30, what, 36, 37 years old, that is to me was impressive. So whatever I didn't know about the guy before, as far as what his scheme would be, that to me definitely even raised my expectations even higher of him because The experienced coaches, you know, Matt uh, Matt LaFleur is 13 wins every single year. (laughs) And two years in a row now, Rodgers has looked like, you know, Christian Ponder um, week one. (laughs) So, yeah, um, uh, it's
1: wild. (laughs) All right, let's uh, let's do our predictions here. Uh, Bryant, what's the what's the score of Vikings Eagles and how does it go down?
0: I'm going to say it's a close game and I can see it being. Like 2024. 20, okay. But I can see the Vikings pulling it off, like finding a way at the end. Um, like last possession type of vibe, like at the very end, finding a way. Really? Um to win.
2: Yeah. Okay. So that so would need it. to be a last 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 drive touchdown then, because yeah. if it's a four
1: point, four point victory. <laughs> I like it. He's locking <laughs> it in. Vikings then. <clears throat> Sounds like it. Yep. Yeah. All right, Sally, that's to you. Why does it go down and what is the score?
3: I think it's going to be close, like you guys said, um, but offense, pretty much offensive showdown, I think is how it's going to go. And I'm picking the Vikings.
1: Really? You're not going to get the score? I don't know. <laughs> offense showdown, the Vikings win. Hey, yeah. that's, that's, better. I don't like
3: scores. Just huh. that's how it's going to be. Too
1: much accountability.
3: Hey, I have got, I got a lot of accountability to take on. So
2: (laughs) I'm just loving the, this, this purple positivity on, you know, the, the the Kirk statement on Monday, the, the, the double digit wins to start the season. The, Mm. so we'll keep this, uh, going as long as we can.
3: New year, new me.
2: (laughs) (laughs)
1: There you go. New
3: coach, new me.
1: Um, all right. So I haven't been able to figure out based on Packers Vikings, if the Vikings gave up 6.2 yards per rush to the Packers because they schemed to prevent the long ball. I haven't figured out if if that was okay. If they were like, all right, we're going to give up six yards per rush Um, because if it wasn't, we got a problem. The Eagles have about four different dudes that can run the football plus Jalen hurts. So I'm still convinced that the Eagles will be able to run the ball. And I don't know if we can exercise Monday night road demons yet. So I actually have the same score as Bryant 24, 20, but taking the Eagles, uh, to beat the Vikings, Ron, you.
2: So I think it's going to be, um, there's going to be a lot of possessions. There's going to be more punts than we saw, um, in this past game. Cause I do think, um, with the Eagles wanting to run, I think they're going to stall a little bit, but I also don't think we're going to be as effective, um, over the course of the game. So I see it being a low scoring affair. Um, but I see, you know, I, I see us on top um, now that I'm dissecting it. I'll go twenty to twenty to seventeen. I think it will be close. Um, I don't think I think it'll be determined in the final four minutes of the game. Um, but
1: twenty to seventeen is what I'll say, and the Vikings win. Vikings win. Ooh, okay. Mm. Well so I'm this is a this is a
3: lot of Kool-Aid on this show. This is strange territory
1: <laughs> for me here all by myself. I, I don't trust Jalen hurts, hurts still. Even
2: like even the Eagles didn't when they were, you know, sniffing around the Deshaun Watson and even uh like the other veteran quarterbacks that were potentially out there. So um if you can keep if you can make him a pocket passer or make him pass, um, I think I think you have a way to to win. Okay.
1: All right. Well, well, we will go ahead, Zelly.
3: I was just gonna say, Dustin Baker is not a homer. The rumors are not true. <laughs> if,
1: if, it, if it was it, Thursday night, it, Sunday night, I'd probably go with the Vikings. But I, I'm telling you, I kid you not. Every time I sit down for Monday Night Football, and it's on the road. I think, oh God, that's exactly. I know. I, I, I know. Think. I, know.
3: Mm-hmm. I
2: think I'm just, I'm, you know, like I said, putting a little more stake than I usually would on the coaching staff. Um, yeah. I think, um, you know, again, going back to Monday Night's game, it feels like. Watching that game. It's like Zimmer of the, over the last few years was running the last two minutes of that game. So, um, but with O'Connell, I, you know, he, he didn't show any, you know, any of that, uh, like he's gonna, if he has the ball, he's going to try to score.
1: Yeah. Amen. All right. Well, we'll be back with a post game show because the Eagles play on Monday and for how many of you can join, <laughs> uh, we'll be back here probably at about 10 30, p.m. Ooh, Central Time. This
3: is gonna be spicy.
1: Um, yeah, on potentially, oh, yeah,
0: It's <laughs> fresh.
1: Yeah. yeah, you're gonna get you're gonna get the the raw unadulterated reaction. So. All right, that's all it's, we got uh, for Wednesday. Go ahead. I was gonna say
2: if it's a like a if it's a tie game in like the last couple of minutes, are we uh,
1: hopping on live and having a live reaction <laughs> on it? So. I, don't, I don't know if you guys want to see that. For me, I get pretty animated. I turn into I turn into like a fifth grader. It's, uh. yeah, yeah. All right, okay, we'll guys, in have in a good couple, night. Five days be back, school baby. Skol, right. bye. Have a good one.